Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We coming to age time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Friday to all of you. Happy Football Friday to all of you. We have actual football to get to. We've got actual coaching searches to get to. We've got all kinds of stuff to get to today. It's good to be with you. We are with you till 10 a.m. this morning. Brooks Cabina will join us in the 7 o'clock hour from the Houston Chronicle. We'll talk about the Texans head coaching search with him and a lot of twists and turns, not just with the Texans head coaching search, but head coaching searches in general that we will get into. I am Sean Pendergast. He is Seth Payne. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. I'm trying to keep my head straight as we enter. We've got two playoffs going on this weekend, Sean. We've got the NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. and then we've got the Texans coaching candidate playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the two intermingle in the Eagles versus Giants game. Where three three Texans candidates will will clash head to head. Boy, that is an angle I'd not thought of yet. We get Kafka v. Gannon. Kafka on, v. Gannon yeah. and Steichen v. the other guy that we're not talking. That's to. right. That's yeah. well. That's Steichen versus Wink Martindale. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, another another coaching candidate, but that not one for the Texans. No, but one for the Colts, I believe. He's interviewing one, with the Colts. Yeah, so. Mr. Brawny, Mr. Brawnydale. Yeah, he's yeah. like. Uh, He's like a, a like a Bruce Arians on testosterone therapy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, or maybe a Rex Ryan on testosterone therapy. Don't tell Rex I said that. He'll get nasty. <laughs> that that'd be good for the show though. Rex Ryan going after us would be good for the show. It would be good. It's good for Rex, it's good for us. Yes. It's good for everybody. Uh today's I'd physically threaten him, then it would get really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the big thing today, today is D'Amico Day. It is D'Amico Ryan's day today, and I'm assuming this is a Zoom interview. Unless the Texans are flying yes. to go see D'Amico. No, yeah, yeah. Kyle Shanahan talked about that because okay. uh, both his coordinators are interviewing. So um, they'll be uh, uh, Zoomy Zoom. D'Amico's is today. The other one was yesterday. Okay. But, yeah. Little window there. Yep. Yep. So um, so today is D'Amico Day. Um, what are your, I guess, thoughts, concerns, bullet points heading into this interview? This is a big interview because I. We'll get yeah. into the, we'll get into this in the next segment. I, I think it's it's pretty clear for most people the two candidates that have sort of bubbled to the surface for the Texans yeah. in terms of wanting them as the next head coach. D'Amico's always been there. The Sean Payton thing has been sort of a the last couple of weeks like wow they're interviewing Sean Payton and then Sean Payton said some nice things about the Texans and then we heard the Cowherd comments yesterday which dampened some of the spirits. It appears the possession arrow for Payton is pointed at Denver right now. We'll get into that in the next segment. Yeah, so do, I'm disagreeing with you on that, so we'll, we'll, we'll chat okay, about that. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, but D'Amico, who's your favorite, has been your favorite all along. What are you, so he's your favorite. So do you have concerns? Are you enthused going into this? How are you feeling My, right my now? biggest concern is the same one as anybody else's, which is that 
as a defensive-minded coach in the modern NFL, you do have certain challenges, which is that um, that you know if you you might have all the head coach qualities, but you've got to be able to hire and manage and perhaps train your next offensive coordinator. So, uh, and, and it's funny because you know Mike Tomlin for a long time would have been the go-to guy, and still is in some respects the go-to guy to point to and say, hey. Defensive-minded coach. He's had success. He's had a Hall of Fame quarterback playing for him. And the response would be, yeah, have you checked in with him lately? Because there's been a Todd Haley-Mike Canada issue going on here. And Mike Canada, the offensive coordinator for the for the Steelers, was uh, announced that he would be retained. Or I guess there was a no announcement that he would be fired yesterday. And uh, Or was that two days ago? Regardless, Steelers fans are not happy about that. And I think, did I say Mike Canada? Yeah. It's Matt. I went to high school with a kid named Mike. It's Canada. Matt Canada, yeah. Matt, I know it's Matt. I know. I've got a, I've got a high school. <laughs> you know how this works. So, Canada. <laughs> um, it, so, it's not so simple. That's a big challenge. So, that's, I think, one of the, the biggest items that they'll talk about with D'Amico Ryans is just exactly what is your plan, obviously, for offensive coordinator. But also, do you have a plan for how you're going to incubate or find the next offensive coordinator. Right. Um, I, I would be really excited about D'Amico. And it's the, the way you kind of frame that, like I, the the need to probably, if you're successful, hire new offensive coordinators along the way. Look, first of all, that would be a great problem for this organization to have, is that right, their offensive right. coordinators are doing so well that D'Amico Ryans or whoever the head coach is needs to keep a pipeline of them in the top right drawer of his desk, which, which leads yeah. me to... I think D'Amico is going to be a really good head coach. I, the motivational stuff, the communication skills, everything. He just strikes me as a really intelligent guy, like a really smart dude who's going to know that in any walk of life, when you have turnover and you hire people, that for the most important positions, you need to have a depth chart of guys that you're immediately calling, that you've met through the years, or that you've met at the combine, or that you. he's going to use those opportunities to build a network. You know what I mean? Like... No, no, I'm just thinking about the other guy, the gold standard for, yeah, hire a defensive-minded coach would be um, Bill... Uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's, you were on you a know, roll with Tomlin. That, I was... <laughs> he built that pipeline to where he ended up using that pipeline that he'd built to hire his uh, very mediocre defensive coordinator yeah. as, a, as an offensive coordinator, yep. yes. Yeah, it yes. doesn't always work. <laughs> well, it was a competition with the special teams coordinator, you right. see. Yes. So it was, once you, see, iron sharpens iron, Sean. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact as old as time. Yeah, yeah. I felt like a, that might have been a heat check by Belichick more than anything. Else. Let's see if I can win with Matt Patricia calling the plays. All right, now I just need to act like a conventional organization again and go get Bill O'Brien to call the plays. Um, so uh, I, I think uh, we can put to bed the fact that D'Amico's interviewing for this because we still get people bringing this up. Hey, guys, remember he sued the team back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. He did. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> he did. There's um it was a, it's along the lines of like a workers comp suit. That 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 old field was a mess. And <laughs> if anything, somebody needed to say something. I poor Seth Payne, early stalwart of the team, tore his hamstring off his pelvis on that crappy field. Uh, if I'd had a D'Amico Ryan's there to stand up for me then, who knows <laughs> what might have happened to that youngster. Yeah. 
All right. So his life might not have turned into the wreck that it is now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm up at five in the morning every day telling jokes with Sean Pendergast on the air. But the other the other thing too, though, Sean. Yeah. Seriously, though. Yes. Sean McDermott. Wait, is that his name or is that somebody in Buffalo? No, that's is. Yeah. Are you talking about the Buffalo okay, head checking. coach? Yeah, just yeah, checking. That's his. So name. Uh, Sean McDermott, defensive minded head coach. Right. He has his team deep into the playoffs with uh, a mixture of good defense and Josh Allen pretty much single-handedly winning football games for them, yet also almost single-handedly costing okay. them games. That, that's yeah. where that, that's interesting that you bring up McDermott because I feel like the theme of this is, okay, we like D'Amico, but he's a defensive head coach, so what, what, you know, what, what are the concerns moving forward to the offense? Yeah, the Bills are they're in the playoffs. They're probably going to play in the AFC title game. We'll see. Uh, Josh Allen... His put a season together where, you know, 25 other teams in the league would easily take this season from their quarterback, maybe more. Yeah. He's not looked as good this year as he did with Brian Dayball the last couple of years. There is something about Jay. He's turning the ball I, over a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think he's turned the ball over, but I don't know. Um, I think otherwise, I mean, he's been very good. Their offense sure. is very good. Yeah. They're routinely scoring 30 points. And I think he, I mean, he just, he makes a lot of. Very, very impressive plays from game to game. He's just had these curious turnovers. Um, and that's where I don't, yeah, I don't know how to balance that out. Was Dayball responsible for just limiting the turnovers? Yeah. And it's as simple as that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, former players coaching their former teams. How has this worked before? I'm looking at this. You've got this in the rundown here. This is good stuff. Bart Starr, not so good in Green Bay. Uh, Art Shell. In Oakland, twice actually in Oakland, yeah. uh, worked out okay the first time, then went two and fourteen. That was weird when they yeah. brought back Art Shell. Mike Ditka is probably the gold standard for this. I'd say Mike Ditka, who and and it's interesting because all three of those guys are Hall of Fame players. Yeah, and who went back to coach their respective teams. There's really not that many NFL players who have gone back and coached their own team. It's so it's uh, it's kind of a it's an exclusive club. It hasn't worked out so so great. Yeah, Archell's second time around, he was two and fourteen, one and done. Dicko was very very good, and um, I guess George. I didn't know what to do with George Hallis because George <laughs> Hallis basically founded the team, yeah. played on it, and then remained as coach and owner for like uh, eighty nine years. Feels so, like an outlier. <laughs> I would say success. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He's got a trophy named after him. All right. Um, so Payne and Pendergast. Today is D'Amico Day. Um, so we are off and running with that. All right. I feel like Denver might be in the leader might be the leader in the clubhouse for Sean Payton. Seth may disagree with that. So we will uh, we will debate and discuss that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.